Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome. This is the Podcaster Community Show, short conversations that are not just about podcasting because I like to take the scenic route. Our guest today is Danny Atias. Welcome, Danny. Thank you very much, Craig. I always say this all the time because it's true. I'm always excited when people manage to make time to join me. Everybody's schedules, especially now that we're, I don't want to say we're back to normal times, but especially as we're all trying to like, well, now I can travel or now I can get back in the office or now I can get to this meeting or whatever. As we begin to slot back in, suddenly the box, like I took all this stuff out of the box that is my life, you know, and now I'm trying to put it all back in. It doesn't fit. So I think it's a good lesson. Like, hmm, I think I should not put some of this stuff back in, but I'm glad that you were able, you and I have been, I was going to say, we've been trying to do this for, Ooh, it's probably been maybe six, seven, eight months that I've been like, mm. Hey, and, and you're just super busy. And I want to talk about, I want to pick your brain about preparation. We, we talked about this a little bit before we pressed record and I, I'm hesitant to say this because I don't want to jinx it for either of us, but like I find that I do pretty darn well without any preparation. I do, before I do these recordings, like I spent the last 15, 20 minutes just like listening to your podcast and and reading some articles on LinkedIn and just trying to like, you know, zoom in on Danny so that I didn't have crazy, stupid other stuff in my head. But other than that, I don't really prepare bios on the guests or try to figure out what they want from me. I, I just kind of you know, like try to get on the on-ramp so that when we get, you know, when the lanes come together for this, we're kind of going the same speed. That's all I'm really aiming for. Mm. And I know that you, you mentioned you have a bunch of presentations coming up that you're basically now preparing for, but then we talked about, you have an episode of your show, which is a bonus episode where you talked about three takeaways. And you said that that was like the hardest thing you've ever done. The, you did it sort of as a video presentation kind of modeled like a Ted talk. And my immediate question was, well, wait, first of all, why did you prepare for it? <laughs> Second of all, what made it so hard about, was it having to pull lessons? Was it trying to make it actionable? Was it video having not done video? Like what, what was it about that, that particular talk? Okay. So good question. Um, yeah, the bonus episode, uh, which I think is slotted between episode 15 and 16 of Sondership, and we can come back to what Sondership is in a moment. Um, I got invited to do a talk. I'm, I'm a, I work in technology. I'm a chief digital and information officer in the UK. Um, I work for a higher education establishment, one of the top business schools in the world. Um, and I used to work for a blood cancer charity. And uh, I get invited to do a lot of public speaking. Um, I was rated the number one chief information officer in the UK uh, last year. So that, that's the context. I get invited to do a lot of public speaking. And um, what I say to them is happy to do a panel conversation, a Q&A, a fireside chat, basically no preparation. Um, but if they want me to stand in front of an audience for 20 minutes, well, I've got to have a bit of a plan, right? <laughs> because I'm monologuing. And I mean, to be fair, even when I'm doing q and I'm monologuing, but... Uh, I have to do a bit of preparation. So I got invited to do a talk and it was the first physical event post-COVID, um, mm. if we are in a post-COVID era, and it was hybrid as well. And I thought, oh, you know what? Someone said to me, hey, Danny, you should do a TED Talk sometime. And I'm like, that's crazy. And then I thought, oh, that could be, that could be fun. Um, so when I got invited, they always say, let us know what you want to talk about, give us a synopsis. And I'm going, oh, 
I can't. I just, I'm really, <laughs> really bad with a blank sheet of paper. Don't give me a blank sheet of paper. So I get them on a call. I'm like, let's just talk. And we're talking and we say, well, I'm doing this, this podcast and it's about seeing other people, right? Seeing mm. the lives that other people have and, and being compassionate. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I can relate this to leadership, how does that influence my ability to be a leader? And then tie, tie the two together. And I ended up kind of calling it, um, you know, I think I called it lessons learned from speaking to leaders with purpose or something like that. So they're like, yeah, that sounds great. And I think, well, I'm going to have to make this fit into 15 minutes and have a plan. And um, I was freaking out. It's probably extreme, but, but I was like, wasting a lot of time staring at a blank Com screen compared to the amount of time you would expend in wasting time for a normal presentation it was a huge amount of time right, right. You're like this time is not doing anything and i've reached out to my my friend and uh fellow podcaster and former guest of this show daphna i can't pronounce her surname so i won't try and she's like danny it's really easy <laughs> you know you kind of need a beginning a middle and end <laughs> you know you want to you want to let them know what you're going to talk about talk about what you're going to talk about and then let them know what you talked about and then the bit where you actually do the talking about try and break it down to three key things so i built this grid where it had you know block one block two and block three and then block two was broken into three blocks it was mm -hmm. the three things that i'm going to talk about and i'm like this is so easy. And I just thought, right, what are the things that I've learned from talking to leaders with purpose? And I'm just brainstorming things. Well, you know, uh, privilege really plays a big part. Imposter syndrome plays a big part. It keeps coming up. You know, these, these things. Right. So I, I picked my one, two, three. And once I what had my- Wait, what was the third one? <laughs> oh, now you're testing me. <sighs> I don't remember. I was- I, I remember. Sorry. No, that's okay. I was like, oh. I know imposter syndrome was the first one. Imposter syndrome was the, the first one. privilege was another one. <laughs> Sorry. I was just like, well, we, we kind of did the three of them. We should do the three. <laughs> it'll, it'll come back to us. When we think of it, we'll drop it in. It might come back to me. And uh, and so I thought, okay, great. I've got one, two, three. And then I go, now let me think about guests I've had who've really been strong on those particular topics. Mm. So I got a story, right? Tell mm. them the story, make them feel the experience. So I picked those one, two, three stories, and then I just had to do an intro and then outro, and then it was quite easy by that point. So I put my slides together, which you wouldn't see on the podcast, but there is a, a video version. So I made it really, you know, really importantly, mm. uh, whilst I was in front of a studio audience, I didn't reference the material on the screen. I didn't say, you can see here, so that it would work on a podcast. And I also try and very, I try really hard not to make things evergreen. So that it's not dependent on current affairs. You know, you can listen right. to it a week, a month, a year later, and it still works. And that's that's really important because if it's if it's too current, then it's just not relevant after it's been out. For, you know, it goes stale really quickly. Hmm. You you make a, a I'm I'm resisting the urge to open up my web browser and go look up the transcript for your other show. <laughs> <laughs> but you make some really good points there about I'm going to say being uh, aware of of, uh, as Seth Godin would say, like, who's it for? What's it for? So mm. when you know you're building a presentation that people are supposed to consume and it's got to fit in the time and, and you're trying to create this arc, my next thought is the podcast that you're creating and the ones like this one that I'm doing where we're, we're recording a conversation between two people, it's, 
it's basically impossible to do that kind of preparation uh, given the fact that I don't want to like overload every one of my guests. Like, okay, we're going to have a pre-call and we're going to spend a half an hour. And we're going to block it out. Like we could imagine doing that, but then you and I are like co-hosts on some show and you know, we should both get paid. And I, I think I struggle, uh, struggles over, that's a little over exaggerated, but I often wrestle with, I feel like I should do a better job making this conversation really serve the people who are that are listening. Yeah. And then I go, yeah, but how do I do a better job? Like I can't, I don't know what the story arc is going to be. So I can't have a beginning, middle and ending. I don't know. So I make an artificial ending by having a time limit. And I, I can't figure out what the three takeaways are going to be because I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, do you, uh, have you noticed that? Like, do you, yeah. How do you yeah. balance that? Um, by the way, empathy was the third one. Uh, so empathy, oh. the, the, the whole point is, you know, <laughs> the ones that I miss, right. So, Sonder is the realization that other people have a life as rich and complex as your own. Mm. And it's when you realize that, you know, that's, that's your empathy kind of kicking in. And so you, that empathy is now fueling your desire to have a positive impact on other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And then your imposter syndrome is your blocker. I can't do it. I'm not good enough, which is why I've made the podcast so you can listen to all these people and they all suffer the same problem. And you know what? They're good enough. You're all good enough. <laughs> yes. And then the privilege is, you know what? Don't be shy about your privilege. Use it, leverage it, make it an advantage to help those other people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those are the kind of the three, the three key things. Your, your question thank is really you valid. For, thank you for putting that back in, by the way. <laughs> and, the the name, and the name of your podcast is Sondership. Uh, is it, does it have a domain name or is it on? Yeah, so it's Sondership.com. Um, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on absolutely everywhere I could get it. Um, if you Google it, it's my cool. word. So it Google's cool. good. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> right, so, so back to my question of uh, so balancing. When I started, uh, and I, I get invited to a few podcasts as well, you know, let's have a pre-call. And I'm like, guys, we don't need a pre-call. But when I started, I, I started with a pre-call. And um, what was happening is I was asking questions. They were saying things. I was getting excited. There was energy. And I'm thinking, this is the show. What's going on? And then we try and record and the energy's gone. Mm. Like, because we know the arc, we know the questions. And one of the reasons I created the podcast is I'm really comfortable sitting here and talking, as you can hear. Um, But maybe sometimes I don't listen enough. I don't engage my own curiosity enough. And um, the podcast forced me, like Mm. forced me to (laughs) listen, don't get distracted, really engage and and ask questions. You know, my deal with myself was don't allow your voice to be heard more than 15% of the show because they're tuning in for the guest. They might come back for you right? Because they like you and your style and yeah, your thing. Following but Let's go on a journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this is like the one hour where I listen really. And that's great. And you, you hear so much more, you discover so much more. So um, I have had people literally who I've never met, never met, don't know the background, don't know the story. I'm like, you know what, shall I just press record and we'll just, let's have the conversation. That was episode two actually. (laughs) (laughs) 
So um, yeah, even episode two, episode one, we did a little bit of prep for, and uh, and it worked really well. So I'm I'm kind of happier not doing that. I also find I've got one episode. Uh, I won't say my favorite because you know, like your children, you can't have favorites. But episode <laughs> seven and eight, are kind of my favorite. <laughs> And the, and the reason is, is because um, this wonderful woman, Elena Sinel, told me her story. And I was like, I was, my jaw was dropping. I was like, what? No, like, no, really? <laughs> and her story, we talked for an hour and a half and I didn't cut anything other than the middle. I cut it in the middle and made it part one and part two. Because mm. her story had like the before and after. And I did the um, tune in next week to listen to episode blah, 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 with some highlights. And then on the second episode, I was like, previously on Sondership, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. oh, that was so much work. It was so much work to create those two minute snippets at the mm-hmm. beginning. I mean, it took more energy than producing the entire series, the, the entire two episodes. So I, I just realized. That's not my thing. The designing, the um, planning, the story arc, the structure of questions is just not how I my brain operates. And I'd rather mm. just come and have a conversation and kind of get curious and curious. And sure, I've got the editing deck later where I can cut some stuff out where if it got a little bit boring, or I could just stop in the middle and go, right, let's just take a break. Is there anything we're not covering? Is there anything you want? Right. We can, right. we can right. slip that back in later. <laughs> so it's not live. We get the episode. Uh, we get the opportunity to do that. Very rare. Very rare that I get an opportunity. I, I, I need to move things around. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll cut some stuff out because either I think, um, oof, why did I make that comment? I sounded really pretentious. Cut that out. That that sounds bad. Or um, their point. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> they made their point like five minutes ago and, and now it's, nerves or, or waffling so let's just kind of cut that out yeah. but but generally i just rather run with it and if i'm live i'll, I'll tell you one last thing there's the difference between live and pre-recorded now to me when i'm with a guest it's basically it's live right we're live now i'm talking right. i'm engaging i'm focused but if if i had to my first episode the the sneak sneak peek 60 seconds right uh what am i gonna say how am i gonna structure it I had to record a 60-second Christmas message for my my company a couple of years ago. I'm not exaggerating when I said it was over 100 takes. Right. I'm like, how hard is it to go, we've Happy had a great holidays. year, thank you very much, <laughs> Happy holidays, blah, 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 right? So it would be easier to phone a friend and look at them in the eye and then say it, and I'd mm. get it in one take. And I've got some stuff where I am – doing doing it in one take without any problem because you've got the energy and the drive and the engagement and when i've actually i've had to record some presentations uh during the pandemic and they were and they're like oh no we're going to pre-record this you know you're basically standing on a stage and i'm like this is never going to work i cannot do it so what i need is i need you to do it i need you to join me on zoom and i need to have your camera on and then right. i'm going to do the presentation to you and then i'll do it in one take and it'll be fine and right. it was just perfect. But yeah, this whole pre-recorded, you're in your room, you're hearing your own voice. You've got no feedback through interaction or eye contact. I just can't, can't do it. Yeah, it's definitely 
I mean, most people listening to this show, I think are podcast creators or people who wish they could or are thinking about it or whatever, but, but they understand like, yeah, we're, I'm all by myself. In fact, if I'm not by myself, I get grumpy because I can hear you in the background. Like it's, <laughs> we like people, podcasters in closets, it's totally a thing or under blankets or pillow forts. Um, and there's, um, I don't want to say like it's vicious, but because we're by ourselves, like literally working by ourselves all the time, except for when we're recording with the person. So all the time outside of the interactive part, we can, it's up to us to decide when is good enough. So the, what's the Pareto principle, 80, 20 rule. And, and you go, well, I could actually make this better. Like, I know that if I did this, I could make that and I could fix this and right. I could re-record my intro. And, and it's just so hard to go, yeah, all right. I mean, it's good enough. I'm going to call this done and ship it. I'd say take that. I can make it better and do it. Do it. Make it better next time yeah. on the next one and make them incrementally better each time mm-hmm. rather than having to worry about reworking. Oh, amen. I, did, oh, amen. I, have, I did two live recordings of my show. Uh, one was in a kind of podcasting studio in my, I'm very lucky at work. We have a, we've built a studio. Uh, that my team run so that was really nice getting a guest in and having a chat and then at the end not clicking leave meeting but actually <laughs> going like, for dinner coffee? you're right yeah and it's really yeah. lovely um but another one we filmed and so when you're filming it's difficult to cut the coughs and the mm-hmm. you know oops um so it kind of felt like really pressured and it was in a like an extravagant uh london hotel right across the road from the ritz it was it was pretty special Gosh, and we got a professional yeah. cameraman in and i think that's episode <sighs> i can't remember harriet green so there's a video version of that and um but also we got a cameraman but we couldn't afford a sound guy <laughs> so, <laughs> so he had a camera he had a mic and then he had another mic and then I had my regular Yeti Nano, which I brought on a stand and plugged into my laptop. But it's designed to be pretty close, not from a distance. And I put it in the table mm-hmm. between us. And I was terrified that we'd done all this work and done this record. This lady used to be the CEO of IBM Asia Pacific. Okay, It was kind of a big deal getting her time. And um, in the end, his both of his audio streams were terrible, terrible. Couldn't use them. So I'm like, oh my God, it's me and my Nano. It's just me and Yeti. And I listened to it and it was like way off in the background. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like crossing my fingers and I put it through. Orphonic. 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 And it was great. I think I remember you making a post about that because that we were talking about Alphonic and you were like, look what I just did. Like saved by technology. Yeah. I did. I did write up an article about that. Um, It's challenging when you have all these different things that you're trying to juggle. And um, I don't do it for this show. I've often thought it'd be cool, but for my, one of my other projects called movers mindset, I've done that has like 130 episodes. I think about 80 or so of them are done in person. So that show is predominantly done in person. Um, and it's usually just myself and one other production assistant and I do all the audio mixing and mm. bring mics and stands, but it's yeah, audio yeah, yeah. only, no video. Yeah. And it is a delight to have a conversation with someone like we go to their space, you know, like yeah. go to their place and, you know, walk into the, you know, I'm like walking around like, well, let's use this room. The one that's the quietest and like set our stuff up and talk with them before. And it, it takes this. 
experience that I think most podcasters who would be listening are used to this digital, you know, Danny and Craig on flat screens. We're not mm-hmm. in the same room and it, it like takes us to a whole nother level. So I totally recommend if people get a chance, uh, even if you do it just for fun, you know, maybe yeah. I'll use it, maybe I won't like try recording in person. The tech problems go through the roof. It gets hard, <laughs> it gets complicated. I definitely thought about, I only had three days notice, which is why it's so stressy, but otherwise I would have bought a Zoom recorder and I would have got some little mics on stands. And oh, now um, we're in the technology and gear. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is only an excuse. But um, actually there is one other thing I want to talk about, which, which has just occurred to me. Um, so I, I kept saying last year i did the alt mba in fact a mm-hmm. year ago today i was doing the alt mba seth godin look it up mm-hmm. it's amazing and um it's where i got the word sunder from and uh i had a lot of energy right a lot of energy and and as, as i was finishing it i'm thinking what am i going to do with this time i know i'm going to do a podcast what about i don't know doesn't matter uh who with i don't know what's it what's it going to be called? And um, I literally, yeah, I just boom, 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 literally from the moment the Alt MBA finished, eight weeks later, we were live with five episodes in the bag, uh, a teaser trailer, uh, a regular trailer, a website, a name, a description, mm. artwork, a t-shirt, blah, 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 blah. And I kept going like one a week, one a week, one a week, one a week. And I was fine. I was really enjoying it. I had a lot of energy during the kind of lockdown uh, period. And I even started a new job and that gave me a lot of energy, but I was going in and out of the office. So I was now recording in the evenings. I was pretty tired. Some of them went a bit flat. In fact, they were so flat. We said, you know what, let's just re-record this tomorrow. And we, we did twice actually re-record episodes because mm. we both said that was a bit flat. And um I kept making this joke, which is because people are like, yeah, how long are you going to do this? I'm like, well, at any time I can just go, that series one. <laughs> See yeah. you for season two. Cool, right. <laughs> and I got to, and I took the break over Christmas. I'd already pre-planned three week gap over Christmas and the energy never came back. Right. Just, mm. just did not come back. And I'm, the idea was to start recording and get some more, get a backlog. And in the end, I went and renamed them all season one, episode one, season two, one, episode two. Um, and I just thought, right, what I need to do now is I need to completely, what I, the original plan was get four or five in the bag and then record every one or two weeks. But basically I can keep up a cadence, but there's this buffer in the middle. And that buffer got taken out by people calling in sick with COVID. And mm. all of a sudden I was hand to mouth, like one day, I used to launch on a Tuesday morning and there was one point Friday night, I'm calling up Freddie Quick, episode 15, I think. And I'm like, Freddie, please, I just need half an hour of your time this weekend because I am out completely yeah. dry. And I didn't want to break my momentum. I think building up the momentum is so, so, so important, isn't it? Um, so I, yeah, so effectively I haven't started or thinking about season two. I want to do a season two because I, I mean, I'm feeling the energy now talking to you and and I enjoy it. But I think what I'll do is get the whole season in the bag and then just trickle it out in my own time. You know, one a week, once every two weeks. But there's no, I want to break the dependency between me and my time and my energy and the release schedule and just literally launch it in its own time. So I think think that's what I need to do. But I'm tempted to think about maybe having a theme and then just do like 10 episodes, but around a theme. Definitely. But again, that that 
that goes into my I'm thinking planning. this reminds me of your planning thing. The yeah, idea which is of not, not having to publish to a schedule. That sounds like your thing. Having a theme that runs through the whole season. That doesn't sound like your thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know the answer. <laughs> yeah, the theme thing, I think, is just yeah. go and find 10 amazing, 10 more amazing people to speak to and get yeah. just really excited about, about their story. And people are still approaching me regularly. You know, mm. I've got a story. Do you want to share my story? Um, and... Uh, being in a business school, I've got access to some of the greatest minds in the world who are doing some really amazing right. things and having an influence on the world. So, yeah, I'm rambling on and the clock is uh, ticking on your, no, that's uh, fine. On your format. If people are still <laughs> listening at 24 minutes, you know, like people can press stop at any time. Um, but you, you do make a good point, And I think it is a good place for us to decide that we could stop for today. Uh, Danny, as I said at the beginning, it was a pleasure to get a chance to finally talk to you like interactively in real time. Um, and thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you, Craig.